Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. As I've always said, who has 10 or 20, 30 years to wait for answers to their illnesses? Life is precious and there's no time to spare. So let's get to the healing now. Today's show is about seasonal affective disorder, SAD. Are you guys experiencing any of that? Do you know anybody in your family? Do you have any friends that say they get so you know, emotional or or depressed or anxiety-ridden throughout the winter? Do you, do you know anybody who's dealing with that or they feel low energy and they just they feel listless and no motivation and when fall comes around and we go into winter and you just don't want to function and aches and pains and all this other stuff that comes along with it, there is some serious things going on with this whole thing and people suffer and they struggle and and they fight through this and you know fighting to survive fighting to get through the day fighting to just push through and persevere you know when that SAD comes popping around and but it's it's much more than this it's much more than that so you know if i sound kind of sarcastic and i got that little funny laugh going on that's because What's out there as far as information on SAD is ridiculous. It's hilariously, utterly, you know, you know, silly. I mean, I don't even know. I can't even find words really because it's that bad. So, you know, they're like, oh, okay, wait a minute. You know, maybe, um, you know, when fall, late fall comes in winter and you're getting these different symptoms, that's SAD. It's a real thing. I'm glad at least the medical communities, I'm glad at least the world views it as something. Thank God we're there. But that's not where it stops, and that's not what it's all about. It's much bigger than that, and that's what we're doing today. That's in today's show. I'm so excited about that. So we're really going to explore that, get into that. So we have answers I mean, who wants to wait more, you know, another, you know, 50 years for answers on SAD? Come on. We don't want to do that. We don't want to do it. We want them today. And that's the bottom line. We want them now. Um, so, yeah, hey, check out, you know, medicalmedium.com. Check out the Facebook page. Check out all the great stuff that we're always putting out there um, every single day. Uh, you know, we post, I'm on there too. I'm all answering questions. You name it. So check out Facebook, uh, you name it, Instagram. We put out everything and uh, information so people can heal people's stories, people's healing stories constantly on Instagram of how they're healing, um, from, you know, from what's in life-changing foods and medical medium books. And so, you know, check out all that and see some inspirational stories too. So if you're somebody who, you know, you're not sure where, where you're going with any of this and, and you don't know what, you know, you feel like you don't know what you're doing or something, or you're, you know, it's taking time to heal, whatever it may be, you know, go on to the Instagram and take a look and, and check out all the different um, stories of people changing their lives from getting rid of all their eczema and psoriasis and getting rid of aches and pains and severe fatigue. Um, so if you need motivation beyond this show, if you need motivation and you need information, you know, go to the Instagram, go to Facebook and a medical meeting Facebook and check things out because 
that's there for you. And, you know, that's not there for me. That Instagram page isn't there for me. You know, it's not about, it's not about me. That's not what it's about. Um, someone was telling me the other day and they were saying, well, you know, what's interesting about your Instagram and everything else, you're not plastered everywhere. And it's kind of funny because someone, <laughs> someone else said, I didn't even know you existed or you were real. And until, until recently, a little snippet of a video that popped up with you talking, I thought you were a <laughs> fictional character, but it was an information site of advanced information, helping people heal information that they'd never seen before. And the reason why I'm not plastered in every nook and cranny of the Instagram and plastered on every nook and cranny of Facebook is because this is about you guys. This is about you and, and, you know, and getting you the answers, getting you the information so you can heal, getting you the stories, getting you the things you need, getting you the, you know, all the different motivational, um, from people healing and everything else. And so, um, it's there, it's a resource for you is what I'm trying to say. And cause that's what matters. That's what matters. Not my silly face stamped on everything. I, I need, I need basically you guys getting what you need I wake up in the morning, I say, does everybody have what they need? Do they have what they need to heal? And what can I do more? Is there something I can do that I'm not doing so that you guys can get what you need? And so that's what it's for. Check it out, you know, the Instagram and everything else and the Pinterest and everything else we do. Um, so if, look, if this is your first time uh, on here, you know my story. I'm sure, I mean, if this is your first time on here, you don't know my story. At age four, um, I heard a voice perfectly clear that diagnosed my, helped me diagnose my grandmother of lung cancer. I've used this gift my entire life and uh, I've helped tens of thousands of people heal and, 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 and more. So that's a little bit about me. So let's go into SAD. That's what we're, that's what we're waiting for. That's what we're here for today. So seasonal affective disorder. Um, here's the thing about this, this SAD that's so important to understand. SAD is really just a red flag. It's a sign. It's a sign. Something else is going on. That's what it is. See, what we do in the medical communities today, um, both conventional and even some alternative, I, I, I mean, I will say that. And look, I love both sides. I love conventional. I love alternative medicine, of course, and everything in between and you name it. But here's what's happening here is we, we don't know what's causing something. So we give it a label and a tag. That's what we do. Give it a label and a tag like SAD. And we say, well, it's obviously happening for people in the winter. So it must be the seasonal thing. And they start feeling better in the spring and summer. So it must be, that's what it must be. But that's where it stops. It stops right there. And then if we get a little smarter, we're like, well, maybe they need vitamin D. Maybe they need vitamin D from the sun. Maybe they need supplementation of vitamin D. And it kind of stops there. And that's pretty much it. And, you know, I mean, sure, we could go a little farther and say, well, maybe, you know, they're lacking some other things and so forth. But it's, it's way bigger. It's way bigger than that. So I want to start with the fact that SAD developed where, you know, a lot of people were experiencing these strange symptoms during the winter and they felt better in the summer. And the strange symptoms were, you know, the, the, you know, sadness, the, the loneliness, the depression, a little bit of anxiety, some nervousness, right? The whole bit. 
And that's kind of, you know, that kind of caught on over the years and became SAD. But there's just as many people experiencing that in the spring and summer, too. So they experience it in the spring or summer. And it's also kind of random. Some people experience it in the spring and summer. Some people experience it in the winter. Some people experience it in the fall. Some people, it's only in the spring. It's really a hot mess. What I mean a hot mess is it's it's not even labeled right. It's not tagged right. There's nothing going on with as far as the advancement of it. It, it, it. That's why I was saying earlier how ridiculous the whole thing is. First of all, there are real problems people are suffering with and, and dealing with. There are real issues. SAD is real in the sense where you're not feeling good. That's as real as it gets. You're not feeling good. And because there's just as many people getting it in the summer. And then... Maybe they only get it one year out of three years. Does that mean it's SAD? And there's people that, okay, they get it every winter. But then there's different levels and severities. Now, here's where we go wrong. If it gets too severe, it's not SAD anymore. Come on. So if it gets too severe, it's not SAD. So if it's just mild, it's SAD. You, you know what I'm saying? You guys. Are you, are you, you, you know, you're, you're following me with this because, so if it's more severe, so the ache and pain is not just kind of feeling like, oh, listless and a little low energy and cool, kind of achy. It's, you know, I got bad aches and pains. I got problems. Now all of a sudden it's not SAD, but, but the little achiness and the little, you know, the little symptoms of low energy versus severe fatigue and heavy achiness is just basically the beginning or a milder version of something else that's happening but instead of like coming to that conclusion or 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 coming to the to the you know to realization and a revelational idea of understanding that hey you're dealing with low grade something you're dealing with mild versions mild versions of something that's bigger and in some people it gets worse and a lot of people, it gets worse. And I mean, there's people that have SAD every year for 10 years where they come into the fall, they come into the winter, the fall, the winter, and they're, they're, they're feeling, you know, depressed. They're feeling achy and tired. They're feeling the low energy. They're feeling completely disconnected. You know, and they have this, and then it sparks up, and they're feeling better in the spring and summer, and it goes on like that for eight or ten years. And then one winter is exceptionally bad. All of a sudden, severe fatigue, aches and pains that are crazy, um, real serious severe depression, um, all kinds of symptoms, tingles and numbness, everything else with it. And then finally, it's like now they're not what? They're not in the SAD category anymore? What they were experiencing for eight years before it got really bad or a bad year hit was the mild versions of problems, real problems, real situations. Like, forget this whole SAD thing. What the hell? I mean, we're talking like, that's what I'm trying to tell you, is if you're not feeling good in the winter... Okay, that means that because it's winter, because it's winter, because it's fall, and yes, the sun isn't there, and all these things that do support our health, and it's freezing, freezing butt cold, and it's just, oh my God, 
you know, wind blowing and snow piled up there and a lack of light. Yes, those are all things that don't support us as much. So if we have something happening underneath it, it could worsen. If someone has some RA or a little bit of arthritic thing going on, arthritic thing, it's going to get worse. If someone has some bursitis, inflammation of a shoulder or something, which could be from a viral thing like shingles or something, yes, it could get worse without those, you know, the beautiful sun, without... You know, without having snow piled up, lack of light, freezing cold temperatures, you know, dry temperatures, being real dry in the house all winter long. And yeah, your bursitis could act up. Is that SAD? <laughs> could, you know, could you be feeling, you know, more tired? Because you have adrenal fatigue and, and it doesn't help you're not getting any sun and adrenal fatigue gets a little worse. Yes, is that SAD? That's insane. It's insane to just call it SAD. I'm sorry. And look, if you guys, somebody's getting mad at me right now saying, I got SAD. That's, what's he talking about? Look, just hang in there. Hang in there. Because it's, it's about getting you answers for your SAD. It's about getting you answers. And I am not undermining or, you know, or, or making fun of the severity of SAD or SAD itself. I'm just letting you know that when we get tricked, when we get tricked and fooled into something, it's worse. It's worse. Then, then you know, so what that means is anybody with a symptom should be taken completely serious no matter what. And it should never be thrown into SAD. It should be taken dead serious. It should be taken really serious. Do you know what I'm saying? Like really serious. <laughs> no joke. That means you got something brewing and it's in the middle of the winter. It shouldn't be just thrown into this SAD thing. It should be like, wow, what's going on? That means that when conditions aren't perfect in your life. So ma'am, sir, when we should really look at this, if conditions aren't perfect in your life, you start not feeling good. So something's obviously happening. We shouldn't just throw some, some lame label that puts it in a category that makes it not serious, if you know what I mean. I, so, so it's like, okay, you got some fatigue kicking on in the fall and winter, and somebody else doesn't. So that means you just get affected by fall and winter, no, your condition is getting affected by fall and winter. What's going on inside your body that's already there, that's not happening with someone else? That's getting affected by fall and winter. Not fall and winter's the problem. And you're just sensitive. It's, yeah, of course you could be sensitive overall, but you got there could be something else happening. So, look... Let's talk about the symptoms. They can range from feeling kind of sad to severely depressed. I mean, suicidally depressed is really bad. And, you know, it could be like a little bit of anxiety and nervousness to severe anxiousness and severe anxiety. It could be feeling a little tired when fall and late fall, winter come along to feeling really fatigued where your arms are heavy, your legs are heavy. If a practitioner or doctor diagnoses someone who has heavy legs and heavy arms and is that fatigued in the winter and they diagnose it as SAD, they should be fired. 
they should be fired by the patient. Okay, so because if it's in the middle of the winter, you got you can't lift up your arms, you can't lift, you can't move your legs too good, you got severe fatigue. That's chronic fatigue syndrome, and it's not Lyme disease. That's chronic fatigue syndrome. That's Epstein-Barr virus. That is literally an Epstein-Barr coming on heavy in the middle of the winter. And, you know, so it's, and look, you know, hey, could be other things too. Meaning like if someone has, you know, more, getting more problems in the middle of the winter, they could have something else too that's brewing no matter what. So, the, 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 you know, the symptoms can range from feeling kind of achy to severe arthritis, to feeling really arthritic or constant, you know, a little bit of aches and pains to severe aches and pains. If you're dealing with some aches and pains and you and they come on in the winter and your doctor kind of doesn't, doesn't know what they are and, they, and blames it on SAD, it's because they don't have an answer to something else that's subtly there or missing on the tests or the labs. And so it's better just to say you got SAD. SAD needs to be just kicked out, just kicked out, gone someday. And instead, you got some depression, you probably got something else. Like, let's figure out how many heavy metals you have in your brain that's causing your depression. You know, let's figure out how toxic your liver is. You know, your liver's struggling then if you have depression, you know, because it's probably got a lot of toxins. If you got severe aches and pains, then it's obviously there's a virus there's a viral issue. Do you have the shingles in the system? Do you have an Epstein-Barr? Do you have cytomegalovirus? Do you have something else? What happens is if, if you're not, if, you know, if you're, you know, if you're, you're stayed away from getting sick and you just get a little extra tired or lonely, not lonely, but a little lost feeling or tired or feeling a little bit unmotivated when winter comes along. And, you know, that's just, just little tiny signs that maybe 10 years from now, it could be even more. And so let's nip it in the butt. Let's clean things up. Let's get things better and stronger in your health so that your SAD isn't worsen. Because, you know, in all the years, the decades I've been doing this and helping people, I've seen people have, you know, symptoms of SAD. Tell me they've had symptoms of SAD for, you know, for, for a long time, okay, for a good 10 years. And then it seemed to get worse. And then it was, then it was called finally something else from a really good practitioner or something said you know what you got something else going on and and what was really happening and I've had people tell me too what was really happening Anthony said for 10 years I was just getting little tiny symptoms of that I thought it was SAD yeah and 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 so we need to take it seriously if you're feeling depressed when that winter comes along, and okay, if you're feeling depressed when summer comes along, you know, we just have to know what's going on. Are you detoxing? You know, it's funny because when we hit spring, our bodies detox themselves, our livers start to detox. And if there's enough poison and garbage and viral byproduct and heavy metals and pesticides and plastics sitting inside your liver and prescription drugs, maybe antibiotics from, you know, from 30 years ago in your life, and it's all sitting inside your liver. And that springtime comes on, your liver's going to be like giving it a kick, like kick, kick. It's going to start trying to, you know, it's going to try to start pushing some of that out of there, pushing some of that out of your liver. So, and that stuff, that stuff hits the bloodstream. When it hits the bloodstream, look out. And that could be the onset of boom, um, you know, the whole seasonal affective disorder for the spring and summer, because that once that neurotoxin and a byproduct and 
pesticide byproduct and plastics and, you know, whatever it is and, you know, um, all of that, radio, you know, isotopes, all that stuff that gets trapped in livers, whatever it could be, it gets in there. When that starts kicking out, then... You know, you can get, you know, onset of some depression, you get onset of some anxiety, can get onset of something, and boom, you get diagnosed with ASAD for summer. And, you know, it's ignored of what's really happening. And in the fall, you know, our body does another systematic change. In the fall, you know, our spleens tend to detox in the fall. And spleens get filled up with all kinds of stuff. Spleens get really heavy. They're like, they become like little footballs. And they get heavy and they do a little kick out in the fall too. You know, and the liver does its little kick out sometimes in the fall. People are different, not in everybody, but it can kick out in the fall and spring. What I'm saying is, you know, there's a lot of different reasons there. Another thing too is late fall is when SAD, you know, comes on with, with the majority of people. It's late fall. So in probably the majority of the people, it's late fall. And that's when the, you know, foods change in people's diets. And they put a lot of, you know, I mean, you got the Thanksgiving thing. So you're doing all the Thanksgiving holiday food. Then right after Thanksgiving, you got the whole Black Friday thing. Then after that, you got whatever. You got the, you know, Christmas and the holidays and you're at work and you're eating cookies. And then you're, you know, over at your aunt's house and you're eating cookies. And then you're over here and you're doing this. And yeah, it may not seem like it's a lot, but it adds up. And you might have a drink or two or just something else or an eggnog or whatever it is. And you know, you've already probably, most people, I mean, most people, you know, who are not really health-minded, probably already not eating that great anyway, summer and fall, but they're probably exercising a little more, they're a little bit more active, so they're keeping the poisons at bay, and then come late fall, they get a little bit more sluggish because they're not as active, they're not getting, you know, making time to go walk in the park, and then they're eating a little bit more, then the liver starts getting clogged up, the bloodstream starts getting thick like oil and grease gets in the bloodstream, and you know, ox less oxygen to the brain, and then you start getting symptoms. Whether you're starting to get a little bit of viral symptoms or something else, you start getting symptoms, and then it's blamed on SAD instead of everything else that's really happening. So, look, I could support the the um, diagnosis of an SAD kind of diagnosis, and I can I can you know, but I know I could support it. If it helps you to think it's SAD, I support it. But what I'm trying to say is SAD is a name for we don't know what's wrong with you. We don't know why you start feeling weird in the spring and summer. We don't know why you start, but yeah, that's the, the people who actually get the SAD in the spring and summer. We don't know why you're feeling weird for going into fall and winter. And we don't have a clue. That's what the label means. The label means maybe it's the seasons because it's winter time and you're fe not feeling so good. And that's what it means. So let's just be, let's just have it on the table and be straight up on it, straight honest about it. Because if I'm honest about it and we're straight up about it and it's just on the table right, then, you know, then, then you get better. You get better. You know, it can't, it can't be, you know. You can't get snowed on this stuff. So when the snow starts falling and you're getting diagnosed with SAD, you can't get snowed as well on that angle, okay? So we got to get, we can't get tricked. It's important. So what do we do about this? How do we handle it? What do we do? First of all, 
realize that you're a little bit more sensitive because something else is brewing inside. So the change of season and the lack of things that we need, like so going into late fall, we're not exercising as much, we're not taking walks in the air, we're not doing all kinds of things. You know, the cold, damp air outside and then the dry heat air inside the house. You know, like here's an example, it's, which is like people who have sinus stuff that goes on. Their sinuses start getting worse when they're trapped in the house and it's got, you know, and you got the heat, the dry heat or the forced air and it's winter. Sinuses get so bad. I've seen diagnoses of, of SAD for people who their sinus problems start coming on in the winter. And they say, well, it's got to be SAD because it's coming on in the winter and it seems to only do that then. And meaning what's really happening is they have other things going on in their sinuses. I mean, not so bad. But something's happening in there so that when conditions aren't perfect, it acts up. It's not SAD. There's just It's acting up because something's going in there. Maybe they got a little bit of, of strep. Maybe they got some scar tissue in their sinus from years ago from a sinus infection from 30 years ago. Whatever it is, there's something else happening. So what I like to do with with the whole thing, if someone says, hey, I'm an SAD sufferer, I got SAD, I'd say... What I do is say, look, let's try some things. Let's get a little zinc in you. Let's get a little extra zinc to strengthen your immune system because your aches and pains, okay, we can call it SAD, fine. We can call it, we can call it anything. We can call it, you know, you know, DAR. We can call it DAH. We can call it, you know, REE, whatever we want to call it. You know, let's, let's, let's just get some more zinc in your system. Let's build that immune system up. Let's get it stronger. And zinc is critical for SAD sufferers, critical, like one of the biggest ones. And, you know, I like the liquid zinc sulfate. Um, I have that listed on my website if you want to know which one's the right one and stuff because you got to get one that doesn't have preservatives. You have to get a zinc that doesn't. There's some zincs out there that are like poison when they hit your mouth, you know. Um, I might have told you this before, but I've tried so many different supplements myself with spirit, meaning asking spirit, then I would, you know, I would get the supplements, I would ask spirit, I would try them, I would test them, all these different things. And the zincs that are out there, they're, they have so much citric acid in them and that literally it burns your mouth in such a way that it's unbelievable. So just be careful about like those kinds of zincs. Get the one that, you know, I recommend or one like it, identically like it then you're good. Um, if you like zinc capsules, like zinc, zinc picolinate from a really reputable company, like the ones that I list, then, then you do that. Um, that could work too, but I would, you know, the liquid one's always best. B12 is like one of the godsends, one of the most beautiful godsends of, you know, that we have on this planet is B12 supplementation, the right kind for knocking out SAD. So what is the B12 doing? What's it doing? How can it, you know, get SAD better? You know, like I found it to get it better. Well, it's not because, you know, someone's just dealing with a seasonal affective disorder and B12, you know, is fixing their seasonal affective disorder. It, it's not that. It's because something else is happening. Like a lot of times when you're dealing with depression and you know, the mel- melancholy thing, the feeling lonely, feeling lost, feeling, you know, like, like hopeless, feeling that feelings of hopeless and it gets worse in the winter, that's neurological. See, that's neurological. If you look at most 
SAD symptoms. Okay, if you want to pop on or something, one of the websites where you want to look up the, the SAD symptoms, they don't say neurological. Of course not. Because they're trying to pin these, they're not, because they don't want you thinking it's neurological. They don't want you thinking your depression is neurological. Depression is neurological. No matter how you slice the cake, how you slice the pie, whatever it is, it's neurological. And if it's depression that was set off by losing a loved one, it's still your nervous system suffering from the loss of a loved one. So even emotionally speaking, so if something terrible happens in somebody's life, because you know we all we all face struggles throughout our life, and we all have to we have to wear our armor, and we have to be strong spiritually and emotionally, and we have to you know we have to get through our battles, and we have to push through. Everybody goes through things, we all do, and when that happens, and it hits us hard, and it really hits us hard, and it breaks our armor down, you know, and slams us on the ground, and we're hurting, and we're flapping on the ground, you know, and um, it's 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 the nervous system that's getting hit. We get let down when we get betrayed. We get backstabbed by a partner or a friend or a lover or whoever or a spouse or whatever it is in our lives. We get, you know, backstabbed or betrayed in some way or some kind of communication goes disastrous and breaks down. That's hitting us neurologically. It's hitting us our mind. It's hitting our mind. It's hitting our brain. But, and then if none of that's going on, and there's none of that going on. You don't have any of that. There's nothing happening there. Like there's no big losses and there's no, you know, there's no betrayal and there's no heartbreak and there's none of all this stuff. And But yet you're feeling that depression and you're feeling that sadness and you're feeling all these other things. It's still neurological. It's still central nervous system. So if you look at symptoms and stuff, they're not even... They don't even go there if you find something on the internet. That's why I always say at the beginning of the show, you're going you're gonna to hear about stuff here. You're not going to hear anywhere else. It just doesn't exist out there. And so when you're dealing with, the, with, with all these different feelings, including physical feelings like anxiety, that's neurological. Anxiousness is nervous system. Okay, so it's not just depression. It's anxiety is nervous system. Okay, if you're feeling... Um, if you're feeling aches and pains, those are nerves that are hurting. Aches and pains are nerves, you see? And you know, focus and concentration issues, that's a big one with SAD. Guess what? Focus is neurological. That's neurotransmitters. Concentration, that's neurological. That's neurotransmitters. All you need is a good dose of heavy metals in the brain, like we talked about in the heavy metal detox show. And you got focus and concentration problems. That's nervous system. That's not SAD. That's what I mean. When you look at all these, feeling disconnected, that's central nervous system. Feeling, you know, all those feelings. And, you know, when you, the only one that's not central nervous system that really is, you know, a symptom too, like another symptom that we really deal with is weight gain. And that's not neurological. That's liver. That's your liver getting real sluggish in the winter. Could be the foods that you've eaten, anything like that. Could be the fact that you got a low-grade viral thing in the liver. Could be, um, you know, more pesticides and antibiotics stored up in your liver from years ago. Could be anything, and and then that's what the weight gain, you know, can happen too. Um, but that's not neurological that one. But most every symptom with SAD is central nervous system. It's neurological. So for that to be just taken off the table thrown away, 
that in meaning like that information doesn't exist. Maybe they didn't discover it yet. Maybe, maybe I'm giving them too much credit. They just didn't discover it yet or something. And, you know, fine. But hey, you got SAD and that's the answer. So, okay. So <laughs> that's, that's what it comes down to. So, so what can we do to battle it? B12 is like for the central nervous system. So that's what I was talking about before, before I ran off a little bit on you guys, before I ran off. I'm sorry about that. B12 is for the central nervous system. SAD improves from every aspect of it, from the depression, from the anxiety, from, from the uh, aches and pains, from the fatigue. And, and hey, fatigue, that's neurological too, unless it's just adrenal fatigue. But most people who are experiencing more than just adrenal fatigue are experiencing neurological fatigue with the adrenal fatigue. So the B12 is, is for all of this, including somebody who's got weight gain issues because the liver needs more B12 if it's sluggish. So that's a weapon, secret weapon. So where are we now? We're going into the winter. Is that what it is? So, you know, this is such a, that's a, it, it, look, whether we're going into the summer, whether we're going into the spring, whether we're going into the fall, it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter in the end because, because SAD originated first where it was just winter. Then for some reason it broadened and became exactly more summer, but it's really any time, any season overall. And look, if you're somebody who it's definitely hardcore winter, where winter's when it happens and I start feeling worse, then yeah, but everybody feels it different at different months and different times, different times of the year, different times of the seasons. So different seasons. So it's, you know, so it's important to do the B12. That's a big one. Spirulina, I love that one because spirulina holds so many powerful nutrients to support. So it's not just about vitamin D. Believe me, if 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 I literally had two options, like someone someone it say I didn't feel good, okay? And I knew what that was, the spirit told me, whatever. Or say I didn't say say whatever. I mean you know, say spirit said both these things. Say spirit didn't want to tell me what what, what was better for me. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's just say that because yeah, I know it's hard to say because spirit always tells me what's better for everybody, what's better for me too, and all that. But say spirit said, well, you got two options here in front of you, or somebody put two options in front of me. It was spirulina and vitamin D. They said you can only have one option. You can only choose one option for you not feeling good. And let's just label it SAD. Okay, um, you're feeling a little this, feeling a little that. Let's just label it SAD. I would go with the spirulina, 100%. Go with the spirulina because the spirulina is going to have so many more nutrients for real reasons why you have SAD. So if you're dealing with a little fatigue, you might be experiencing a little bit of a viral load. You might have some heavy metal. Spirulina is good for all those. If you have deficiencies, let's just pretend SAD is just deficiencies. Well, spirulina outweighs vitamin D any day. If you're going to take vitamin D, take vitamin D3. And I support vitamin D3. I'm just saying spirulina overrides it. And so there's things we can do that are just amazing. I like lemon balm for SAD because lemon balm is, is like a nerve tonic. It's not only antiviral in case your SAD is low-grade Epstein-Barr, low-grade chronic fatigue, low-grade shingles, low-grade some other kind of bug, low-grade streptococcus, whatever it is, lemon balm is great because it's an antiviral, antibacterial. It's like an antibiotic. But I would, I would, 
you know, I would use lemon balm in a second because lemon balm is also relaxing to the central nervous system and it strengthens the central nervous system. And like I said, SAD really is 95% neurological symptoms that are mild and some severe. Unless a doctor, you know, unless you go to 10, 15, 20, 30 doctors, and finally some doctor says, hey, you got something else going. This ain't SAD. You got something, you know, something's happening here. And even if that's the case, regardless of whatever, lemon balm is going to be helpful for it. So lemon balm is another secret weapon. Now, out of the foods, get foods that have life to them in your diet. You're coming into winter chances are you're eating a little differently. In the summertime, we might eat a pint of strawberries. We might eat a pint of blackberries. We might have more apples, maybe in the early fall or something, or late fall. But we get into winter, and we forget and don't realize these foods disappear, and these foods help protect us. They protect our nervous system. They keep us strong. They keep us healthy. So if you're someone that's afraid of fruit to begin with and you got SAD or you, you, you believe you have SAD or you've been told that, whatever, we can call it anything. I'm totally cool, totally happy with that. But if you got SAD you know, happening, then you can't keep fruit out of your diet 100%. You can't be on a fruitless diet. You don't want to be on a fruitless diet. I'm not saying stop everything else you like and what you eat and all that, whether it's animal protein or not or whatever it is. I'm not saying that. You just can't keep fruit completely out. Fruit's holding that sunlight, even if you're in, it's in dead winter and it's a piece of fruit that was ripened in South America. It was ripened in, you know, whatever, Costa Rica. It was, it was ripened in Ecuador It was or whatever. It was ripened in, um, you know, Across the, across the world, wherever it was, it still was harboring that seasonal sunlight, the power that's in there, the minerals that were ignited by the sun in the whole process. And that is helpful because it holds all these different nutrients and, and, and chemical uh, function, function nutri- nutrients and phytochemicals and stuff that we don't even have our fingers on. There's th- you know, if you look at life-changing foods, you know, can't scratch even the surface of the, of the, you know, hundreds of thousands of phytochemicals that aren't discovered by science and research yet. And I, like I talk about in life-changing foods, raw honey has over 200,000 miracle phytochemicals to stop disease, cancers, illnesses, you name it, that are inside raw honey. And, you know, raw honey alone is great for, for, um, for you know, a SAD. And so, and that's another great secret weapon. But you want to bring in a few fruits if you can. Things that you remember eating in the summertime. You know, um, maybe a little bit more red leaf lettuce. Maybe a little bit more green leaf lettuce. And you bring these different foods in that you don't normally eat in the winter. If you're just eating um, only meat and then a few, you just like, you know, I don't know, canned dead vegetables. It's not going to be enough. You want a little fresh spinach. And you want, you know, you want some other different things. I mean, some celery if you can. Um, Maybe a few walnuts would be really good. Very helpful for, you know, the nervous system. You do a handful of walnuts, handful of hemp seeds. Um, You can do different things, even if it's just adding them in here and there. You add them in. I like celery juice. You guys know that. Are you doing your celery juice, by the way? Have you, you missed it today? You missed it? <laughs> no, you want to get, you want to get that celery juice in you, okay? I don't want you forgetting to take it. 
Celery juice is incredible for SAD. But what am I saying? SAD, well, it means something else is going on. You know, could be the neurological stuff, could be the liver being sluggish and stagnant and toxic. Um, you know, it could be it could be all of that. And it usually is, and it really is. So that's really important to know. Um, when we're low-grade viral, when we when we have these different things going on and with us and we're chronically ill because we got the low-grade viral thing. So say it's somebody with Hashimoto's thyroiditis. You guys know how, how everything I talk about that where Epstein-Barr causes Hashimoto's. That means the Epstein-Barr virus is sitting inside your thyroid when you have Hashimoto's. Well, when wintertime comes, symptoms of you know, Hashimoto's can, can amp up. Hashimoto's can get, the thyroid can get a little bit worse sometimes during the winter. And um, because anything you have, whatever that might be, whether you're prone to UTIs, whether, you're, whether you have, um, you know, gastritis, intestinal tract disorders, you know, IBS, they tend to worsen anyway under winter conditions. Everything we have, regardless of what it is, we walk around in life tends to worsen. Now, sometimes when it worsens in the summer, it's also because of the bad air. In the summer, we have, um, we have those heat waves that are filled with extreme amount of toxins. We're talking loads of heavy metals in the sky during these humidity heat waves that hit, that hit you know, um, uh, up there in the north and you name it in the summertime where it's really humid. The humidity's up, but the air quality is down. There's less oxygen in the air. It's filled with tremendous amounts of toxins falling out of the sky, you know, radiation, you name it. So we get waves of that in between when the air gets a little better and nicer days happen. Those waves of that swell people up when when you have chronic illness going on. If you're dealing with a little bit of chronic fatigue and you got a little bit of edema and you got a little bit of fluid retention and that heat wave comes on with that bad air, you might feel it. You might feel like, the effect of it and have to be in the air conditioning and everything else because if you go outside, you feel it. And then that's blamed on SAD. See, that's blamed on seasonal affective disorder. So you go to the doctor and you're like, well, in the summertime, I, I can't handle the heat. I suffer more. That's because something else is happening. And then, you know, hey, your doctor might say, well, you just got seasonal affective disorder. And then you start feeling depressed. You can't go out enough. You can't, you know, you don't feel that great when you're outside. And there's... There, it's because of these different circumstances. So when we're sensitive with all kinds of different issues, whether it's sinuses, whether it's UTIs, whether it's stomach problems, whether it's aches and pains, whether it's fatigue, whether it's depression, anxiety, you name it, they tend to worsen when the winter comes on and for some people when the summer comes on. Not for most people, but a lot of people, it, does, it could hit. And like I said, even in between at different times too. So... Let's look at other options to get rid of, you know, to get rid of what is called SAD, what is called seasonal affective disorder, you know, to help the mood and everything else. Well, you want to, you want to do the heavy metal detox, okay? Because if you're dealing with depression and you're dealing with anxiety and you're dealing with um, the moods, the mood swings, and even if someone's giving you a diagnosis of bipolar, which is, an, is another thing that they don't know what's wrong. That's just, you know, a term for being up or down. That's not a real diagnosis. That's another label. And um, so if you're somebody that's been up and down, you're all over the place, and it's hard for you to focus and concentrate, and you're uh, on a high one minute, not a low one minute, toxic heavy metals. And so you want to get on that 
that heavy metal detox that I talk about in the recent show. Um, and you can go to my blog. You can go to my blog and find the the, tox, the, the heavy metal detox. You can go there and find it. It's in the books. But the bottom line is, you know, getting these different things in you. So let's cover a few more. The lemon bomb was critical. That's a big one. Even golden seal is good to test out for SAD. Golden seal is antiviral, antibacterial. So if whatever condition you're dealing with, and it's worsening a little come winter or worsening a little come summer, do a week on golden seal. Um, people, their lives turn around. Do a week or two on golden seal. So, you know, and, and always look for the right one a whole bit. Like I said, you know, tr- you know, um, we recommend the stuff that I believe is the safest and the best and, and the body's friendliest. And so that's one I like too. That's a great one. And you, there's other things you can do. Eyebright. Eyebright's an herb that is incredible. It's an antiviral, antibacterial. But I like eyebright because eyebright has, um, it's not just about being antiviral, antibacterial. It, it, it allows us to clean up our blood a little bit. Um, it's kind of like a blood cleanser. Same thing with red clover. Red clovers. If you go to your health food store or go online, we have some sources too that we list. If you go and check out the sources and you get red clover flowers, and you make tea with it every single day, all winter long, it's going to help clean the blood while you're going through winter. It's going to help keeping your blood clean. It's a great blood cleanser. And so what that does is it's helping your liver because a lot of people's SAD is liver problems, but liver problems that could set off neurological symptoms. So the liver could be sluggish, stagnant, filled with heavy metals, filled with poisons, and then it's it's releasing into the bloodstream, affecting the central nervous system. So you want to clean up the blood. So red clover is a great one too. Nettle leaf is remarkable for SAD. It's anti-inflammatory. It's incredible anti-inflammatory. What happens is our SAD is blamed on, you know, our symptoms of SAD, like I was saying before, aches and pains, which is inflammation of the nerves is blamed on SAD at the doctor's office. You go on nettle leaf and it starts to calm down those nerves, brings down the inflammation, then you're just addressing the SAD diagnosis. Turmeric, Turmeric tea, you can buy turmeric in its whole form at all the health food stores now. I like that. Simmer it in, you know, in a mug of hot water, squeeze a little lemon in there with the turmeric, throw a little ginger in there. It's another secret weapon to SAD, whether it's summer or winter. And you could have your turmeric pieces in there and they could be, you know, sitting in a hot cup of hot water. You can, you know, simmer it too as well. You can simmer it making like almost like a soup. And then there's the healing broth. The healing broth. We have the blog post on the healing broth. We talk about it all the time at Medical Medium. You guys should check it out. It's in the Life Changing Foods book. The healing broth is like a miracle worker for SAD, both summer and winter. And, um, and that's incredible. Soothes the nervous system, helps calm the liver down, helps clean the blood out, helps get the intestinal tract stronger, raises the hydrochloric acid, you name it. That's what it's doing, meaning you name it for SAD, it does. And it's really helpful. So bring that one in too. So there's all these different things we can do and I want you to keep on doing them. Like I said, don't forget about the fruits. And in the vegetable department, you know, there's a lot of good veggies you can you can use for SAD. 
Okay, like I said before, you know, celery is an herb. That's a great one. Cucumbers. You know, people shy away from cucumbers all winter long. It's the worst time to shy away from them. Bring them back in no matter what. You know, even if they're not that great looking at the store, peel the skin off if you have to and bring cucumbers. Do a cucumber juice, maybe cucumber apple juice just once a day and watch the SAD lift. Watch the sadness lift. Watch things start lifting up. And, you know, and so that's something to consider too, is, is just bringing in more cucumbers, have salads with cucumbers. Avocado is really good for SAD. That's another one. Helps support the nervous system. It's easy on the liver. So avocado, you bring more in. You know, some people that tell me about their SAD and they're like, you know what? I'm like, what do you eat? They're like, I only eat oatmeal in the morning. Um, you know, and, and then for lunch, I have, um, I have chicken salad for lunch I'm like, well, we had a salad. That's good. And a chicken, fine. But then it gets, you know, and they say, well, then it goes all downhill towards the end of the day. And it's like cookies in the winter. And I can't help it. In three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm having a piece of cake, like a piece of pound cake or something. And then it just starts getting worse towards the end of the day. And, you know, that's when it should be like handful of walnuts, handful of hemp seeds, celery sticks, apple slices, um, oranges, Secret weapon SAD is oranges, tangerines and oranges. These are like liquid sunshine. So if you juice them, you know, with like little uh, tangerine juice or orange juice or whatever, think about that. How The sunlight that's in that fruit, that sunlight holds a lot of different nutrients, meaning it ups the nutrients in the tangerine and the orange. It ups it, the sunlight. And that sunlight, physical sunlight that hits the orange and, you know, ripens it orange over time and makes it that that beautiful color, that powerful medicine develops right there between the sun hitting it and entering into it, along with the phytochemicals and the tangerines and the oranges and the vitamin C and the calcium and everything else, and it really ups the game. It can change your chemistry. It's amazing. Let's talk about melons. Melons contain highly active fluids that bind to poisons, that cause SAD. You know the poisons I'm talking about, like the toxic heavy metals that affect our nervous system, um, pesticides, that, old pesticides that are in our liver, all kinds of different issues that affect our nervous system, our liver, or toxic blood that we can get, all of it. You know, these melons, they have this highly active fluid that's life-changing. Um, mangoes, mangoes strengthen the nervous system with their bioactive trace magnesium combined with phenolic acids. So just know that the mango has this bioactive trace magnesium sitting inside of it with this with these uh, phenolic acids. Combined, it strongly supports our nervous system. And, and just as I was saying before, our SAD, seasonal affective disorder, is central nervous system based. It, most of it, literally almost every part of SAD is central nervous system based. Papaya, incredible for SAD. Because by far, it's one of the most powerful gut restoratives, and our guts are tied to our nervous systems. So papayas are that powerful. See, the papaya has not only this digestive enzyme thing going on, it's got 500, over 500 undiscovered enzymes in papaya. They're incredible for our guts, and our guts are so wired to the nervous system. So think about bringing in some of these foods in any way you can. A half a papaya here and there. Maybe you could find a good mango. Get a tangerine in there. And 
literally, this could be life-changing and will be life-changing. So do it when you can, take one day at a time, even if you just bring in one food a day. So one food a day, one food every other day, you know, one food, hey, look, if all you can do is bring in one food a week, it can help. It really can, even if it's subtle, even if it's just mildly there, you know, a little bit help, it matters because your body will actually use that food. It'll use it for you, even if you don't feel the effect yet. But if you can get it every day, then you'll feel the effects faster, of course, because your body's going to be able to get more of it. And that matters. And, you know, all these things make a difference to build up, you know, build up your immune system, build up your neurological system, build up your liver and get you out of this diagnosis and also protect you so that your SAD doesn't get worse down the road and develop into more depression, more anxiety, you know, and, and all these other different symptoms along with it, more aches and pains, more fatigue, you name it. Let's not go there. Let's, let's head it off at the pass. Lord knows enough people have enough symptoms and they can't even get out of bed. You guys know. I know many of you are dealing with it and can't function and you, you know, it's enough of that's going on. So let's all work on getting better and moving to the right direction, moving to the right place with all of this. So the bottom line is realize, hey, you know, let's not get tricked. Let's not get fooled about the labels were handed so much. Let's get down to the bottom of what's going on, what's really happening, you know, what's the deal, and that's the direction we need to go. That's the key. So I would just incorporate some of these different supplements, bring in some of the foods without a doubt. If you know somebody going through this, you know, offer them some of these options. It could be really helpful, really life-changing, and make a big difference in their life. You know, I got to tell you guys, you know, every morning I wake up and I say, there's a lot of people out there, okay? There's a lot of people out there that can't function. They, they, they struggle. They can't, they feel like they're stuck with their illness. And I think about it all the time. And I want you to know you can get better and you will get better. There's no doubt about it. I'm with you the whole way through. So just, just you know, hang in there with me. And everything I'm throwing at you, you just, you know, take it in and little at a time. If you can only do a little, you do a little. I stand behind you 100%. I love you. I care about you. I truly do. And I believe in you. Okay, I'll see you next time. Hang in there. Bye-bye.